Welcome to Her Money's Worth, a community and podcast focused on helping you to sort out your money, navigate the world of investing and build long-term wealth. You're joined by your host, Olivia, and each week we deepen our knowledge about all things finance and ensure we're getting our money's worth from every hard-earned dollar. Let's get started. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 for the Her Money's Worth podcast. I'm so excited that you are here joining me and I'm really looking forward to everything this year is going to hold. For our first episode for 2023, I really wanted to have a focus on reflection. So that's what this episode is going to be about today. Now, I love reflection and I think it's really important really powerful and since i've been on my financial literacy journey for the last few years i have continued to reflect on the year that has gone past for a couple of reasons when we get into this podcast i'm going to be telling you why i think reflection is really important and actually what our goal is and what we're trying to achieve through our reflection then i'm going to go through a process which is actually just three questions that you'll probably find achievable to answer Um, and if not you might go and do a little bit of digging but It's really just going to be three simple questions that you can reflect on and ask yourself to really set yourself up to be in the position to actually set specific goals. Now, the reason we're starting with this podcast on reflection is that a lot of people, they just go, yep, new year, I'm going to set all these goals for myself, I'm going to achieve them, I'm going to do really well. And often we fall short and there's a couple of reasons, but one of them is because there's no reflection to actually achieve what I'm going to talk about, we want to achieve with this. So I hope that makes sense, but I'm really looking forward to getting into this episode and I know you are going to get something really valuable from it to start your year off on the right foot. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take that data and this reflection from today and in next week's episode, we're going to talk about specific goal setting and how we can implement those goals and how we can put processes and structures in place in our life to help us achieve those goals. So let's talk first about why reflection is key and why we need to do this and not skip this step before we actually move into setting specific goals and thinking about how we're going to achieve them. Now, the first reason is fairly obvious, but it's that through reflection, we can identify some things that we weren't happy with or that we need to improve. But even better than that, If we spend a bit of time reflecting, we can actually identify the why behind those reasons or those things we want to improve. And then we can actually attempt to counter that why and put some things in place to change it. It's almost like thinking about instead of just focusing on the symptom and what we're actually seeing come from the thing, actually try and identify the cause and hopefully try to cure that. And secondly, reflection can be really important for accepting mistakes and responsibility for them, but also almost for forgiving yourself for making those mistakes. A key part of financial education is getting to the point where or when we learn that we need to accept the past, where we are financially, and then also accept responsibility for the future. This can be a really harsh truth for some people, but we can definitely still do it in a way where we are being kind to ourselves and also acknowledge that some things that happen in life are not our fault. But like I said, we do need to accept where we are, any mistakes we've made, and then take on responsibility for our own future. And when we get to the point where we can do this, That's super powerful because then we realize that everything is in our own hands and we can make changes for ourselves to progress. 
So let me give you a really lighthearted example of what this can look like. I will say this isn't deep, but if, for example, last year you spent way too much money on Uber Eats, which is probably all of us, but yeah, let's just say this is sort of an area like, oh, look, this is not, this was not good for me. It can be pretty easy for you to get down on yourself and start giving yourself like labels for this in terms of saying, oh, I was really lazy. I got heaps of Uber Eats or, you know, that was bad. That was really indulgent of me to get Uber Eats. I shouldn't have done that. However, at the end of the day, if you're looking back on last year and thinking that you've done that, you can't take that back. No amount of thinking about that or worrying about that is going to change it. So we just need to accept that you've spent a little bit too much on Uber Eats and forgive ourselves and accept that we are responsible for next year putting in place something that's going to help that, okay? And that perhaps might be meal prep to ensure that it doesn't happen again. And that's where the progress is actually going to come from. Then once we've actually done that, we can do what I said in point one and identify why we did this, which is really powerful. So perhaps in our Uber Eats example, the symptom is that we're spending money on Uber Eats and money is coming out of our bank account that we maybe wanted to send off for our savings account. But why are you doing that? Okay. It's not because you're lazy or you're bad. Why is it? Now, perhaps in our reflection today, if this is your example, you would identify that it was a lack of energy after work and a lack of food preparation because, I don't know, you were busy at work, you know, Sundays you were resting and you didn't put those systems into place. That, that could be the why. And then we can actually set goals around that once we've identified why it is. Then we can take action on those goals and we can perhaps say, okay, on Sundays, we're going to allocate an hour to go and get some, you know, frozen healthy meals to put in the um, freezer. So you can do that when you get home from work and you are tired or put some side, put some time aside for some meal prep, something like that. So it's just about thinking about, okay, what, what's the symptom? What are we sort of not happy with? And then digging a little bit deeper into the cause. The part of accepting and forgiving ourselves is especially important as what we also really need to do is move past getting down on ourselves for mistakes we've made. So you can't keep getting down on yourself for your Uber Eats spending into this year, because if we feel bad about something, the default is to often avoid. And sometimes other emotions come up around that. We might feel a bit of shame. We might feel guilt and we then might not want to acknowledge the problem. And if we don't acknowledge a problem, how are we going to dive a bit deeper and see, okay, well, what's causing this problem and what actions could we take or what goals could we set around it to actually change it? So we don't put things in place, which means nothing changes. And if we don't put some things in place to curb our Uber Eats spending, then we're going to get to the end of next year and be in the same position. So now that I have convinced you that reflection is key for your financial success, in today's episode, we are just going to unpack three questions for you to ask yourself. And I'll give you some prompts and some ideas for how you can relate them back to your own life and your own individual situation. And remember, personal finance is always personal. So if you're thinking that you've got some individual circumstances or something comes up for you that's a financial issue, that's great. It's going to be different. It might not fall into the examples I give you today. All we need for this episode is something to write down some answers on if you like. So if you are 
walking or just at home doing some cleaning, you can jot down some answers in your phone or in a journal. And you can, if you like, stop after every single question um, and discussion point and answer them in your own time. If you're driving or at the gym, feel free to still pause the episode and just have a little bit of a think to yourself while the question's fresh in your mind. And then write down some thoughts when you get home, when you can, just so you don't forget them for next week's episode. Question one is, what went well for you financially last year? We have two reasons for asking ourselves this question. The first reason we're asking ourselves this question is because we need to celebrate a win and remind ourselves that something is going well. Now, this can be as big or as small as you like, um, but even if it's going to work and paying your bills, that's going pretty well. Even if it's just the fact that last year you were beginning to focus on learning about personal finance. And the reason that we need to remind ourselves that something is going well is because there's a lot of psychology behind how we are speaking to ourselves. If we're telling ourselves everything's going badly, we spent too much on this, we're useless with our finances, our brain picks up on that and repeats it back to ourselves. And soon enough, we begin to believe that. If we tell ourselves, this is actually going well, look at this goal we've achieved, look at this progress we made, we are actually paying all of our bills on time, we did save this amount of money. That's a positive narrative we are telling ourselves, and our brain will accept that and repeat that back to us. So it's really important that we do look for a win here hopefully a couple of wins, hopefully 10 wins if you can, as many as you can and write them down. And we could even put them somewhere to remind ourselves all of the things we have achieved. It's super important that we look at what we have achieved to remind ourselves we can do it again. In those moments that we need a little bit of motivation, what did we achieve last year? Oh, look, all of these things, that's amazing. Let's build on that. If we don't do that, we don't have that positive narrative for our brain. So this is a key part. Please do not skip over it. Even if it's just you listing out a couple of things in your head and reminding yourself, you might even put them on your phone, pop them as your background or your screensaver so you can look at them whilst you're thinking about this new setup for the year. We want to be starting on a really positive foot. And then the second reason I want you to actually ask yourself what's going well is because We don't want to be setting goals or focusing on what's already going pretty good. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but when I was thinking about this episode and doing a bit of my own reflection, I did think there's probably a group of people out there that I'm talking to who are, and I'm doing sort of quotes, um, good with saving money and or have always been good with saving money and trying to reach a goal. And That's awesome, Um, but we don't want to focus on things that we are already doing really well within. We want to get growth and to challenge ourselves to improve untouched areas because, yes, this podcast is about getting the basics of money down, but it's also about thinking how can we grow our wealth? How can we do the most that we can with our money? This can be hard for some people that are good with money or default into the good saver category as we want to keep doing things that we are good at. We want to keep saying that, yep, let's improve our saving amount, for example. But if you're already good with the basics of money, how can we look beyond that? So, for example, 
If you are already a great saver and you have that automated and every week into your account is $200, look at, okay, well, do I need to actually pay some attention to maybe sorting out my super accounts or do I need to set up a brokerage so I can start investing like I've wanted to last year? Or do I need to plan a big money goal and get some professional advice around that? So that's what we're really trying to identify. We're really trying to identify what went well so we don't set goals around it, but also so we can celebrate a money win. So before we move on from this section, you must acknowledge at least one, but hopefully a few things that are going well for you financially. Now we're going to move on to question two. I want you to now reflect upon this question. What financial issues did you have last year and why do you think you had them? So this is a two-part question and this one may see you doing some extra reflection on it way after listening to today's episode. And that's because it's a big question firstly, and you're trying to identify a why for something which means you may need to think about this further before getting the right or pretty good answers. Like we talked about before, when we're doing our reflection, sure, we're looking at the symptoms and we're seeing them and they probably come quickly, but we want to dig down so we can see what the cause is. Now, when I asked this question about what issues you had and why you thought you had them, you might not even know the right answers And you may need to speak with someone else about why, because sometimes it can be hard to see ourselves clearly. Um, So if you do want to have a chat with a friend or a partner or a family member about this, absolutely. If you feel comfortable, you know, get, get them to, you know, say what they think about why you might be having some issues with things if you feel comfortable, but if not, or if you want to do this on your own now, just do your best. If you are writing down some answers now, Jot down what comes to mind almost instantly as your gut feeling about what you weren't happy with. Often deep down, we know exactly what we didn't feel great about, even if we weren't 100% sure why it actually occurred. So often we see the symptoms, they're present in our life. We, you know, they're really obvious or they're getting in the way of us reaching our financial goals, but sometimes we don't know why they're happening. For some people, Thinking about this question, especially when you you reflect on the why, it might also dig into some emotions around money, which is great, but can be confronting too. So again, like I said, be mindful if there's someone you need to chat to for support or want to be part of this reflection with you. If you manage your money with a partner, kind of makes sense to bring them into this or listen to it and think about it yourself and then re-listen with them or jot down these questions to go through with them. That makes complete sense. And if you feel like this is going to bring up some emotions for you around money, I would absolutely recommend doing that. So when I say financial issues that you didn't feel great about, again, this is really broad and this is going to be different for everyone, but I do want to try and help give you some ideas. So it could be, and for, I would say for most people, it could be a category that you overspent in. That's sort of what most people go to is like, yep, oh, what issue do I have? It's like the Uber Eats spending or what issue do I have? I just spend too much on clothes. It could be that you've gone into some bad debt or you've already got some bad debt that you haven't dealt with. It could be that you need to sort out your budgeting systems because you know they're all over the place in your bank accounts. Or it could be that you've got multiple superannuation accounts you've been ignoring that you wanted to tackle that you didn't last year. Could be that you went to start investing but didn't. 
It could be that you lost your job or got sick or needed family or needed to support family. Um, and that weighed on your finances heavily last year. It could be that you had a goal to save a house and you've fallen short. It could simply be that you had a busy year at work and you meant to sort your money out um, to start making the most of it, but it completely fell off the radar. So it's going to be different for everyone. And for some people, it's going to be more serious. It's going to have more impact. So if you're in debt or there's something about losing your job or you're sick or you've got a family member that needs you, that's a, that weighs a little bit more heavily on your finances than perhaps Uber Eats overspending does. And that's completely acknowledged. And in this reflection, it's going to be different for everyone. So keep that in mind completely. But we do want to acknowledge those things, even if it's something you think I'm not going to be able to move the needle on this next year. This is going to keep going. And what's the point? We still want to do it. We still want to think about it. We still want to acknowledge and accept responsibility for what we can do, but for what some people can achieve in their goal setting for the next 12 months and what other people can achieve, it's going to be completely different. So once you've thought about a couple of things or even one thing for the second part of this question, we're trying to look at the why, remember? Again, some of these answers are obvious and some might need a little bit more reflection or a discussion with someone that knows you and can help you reflect on your actions, patterns and spendings. But just to give you some ideas, some why options could be that you had no organized system in place or budget, that you are spending when you feel certain emotions. They could be you know, sad, guilty, bored. It could even be happy in a celebration time you're overspending. It could be that you've got lack of time or energy, so you're leaning into convenience because you're not planning. It could be one of the reasons I mentioned before around family illness, sickness, support for others, or even demands from your job. But digging into the why is going to be crucial for us thinking about how we can move forward and make some changes. You can list as many reasons as you like here, or you can link different issues with different whys. Even if you know you're not going to set goals around them or solve them next year, still note them down. Like I said before, acknowledgement and acceptance is really important. However, for many of these things, even if you don't know what the goals are going to be now, we should be able to think about setting some goals around them in next week's episode. As we spoke about before as well, something might not be your fault. However, this year we are going to accept responsibility for where we're at and what we can do to progress. Um, and the worst thing you can do in this coming year is say, oh, well, it's happened now. So now I'm behind because I had to, I don't know, buy a new car or now I'm behind because I had to go into debt. Next year's a write-off. No, we need to change that mindset and say, okay, it wasn't great, but let's start here. We're already at our last question for the episode. And our last question today is really gonna set us up for our goal setting next week and putting our systems in place and that's can you think about what you want to achieve this year or what would make you happy if you achieved it in the next 12 months? So take the time now or think back to a few minutes ago where we looked at both what went well for us and also our issues. And from that, can you have a look? So obviously if you thought about things, oh yeah, like I'm killing that, let's not pick out those ones. So if you say I'm, I'm killing saving $200 a week, we're not going to talk about a savings goal. No. Okay. Have a look at 
what did we have an issue around? Was it that we had an issue around, around the fact that we wanted to start investing and putting some money aside for that, but we didn't quite get there? Was it that we wanted to start contributing to a house deposit saving bank account with our partner, but we just never got around to setting that up? Think about maybe one to three categories you'd like to see some growth in. Now, to be clear here, this is not your vision board. Okay, when I look over at my vision board, which I'm I'm looking at, um, it makes me laugh. Like I can see a yacht. I can see some very strong statements about the position I want to be in life. Um, and that's my vision board. That is something I look at when I need some reassurance about what I'm doing and just to see my future goals. We are not putting our vision board together. So I don't think many of us are going to be putting that in the next 12 months, we're going to be buying our dream holiday home. Okay. If you are, that is amazing. Um, and I love that for you, but many of us will be thinking about smaller goals in the next 12 months because 12 months, even though it's a long time, it's not a long time. So it might be a saving amount. It might be a certain percentage of your house deposit. It might be you're going to sort out your superannuation funds. It might be that you're going to get some professional help and start looking at some houses. Okay, what is going to happen for you in the next 12 months that you'd be happy with? Here, we are thinking about this on a big level as well. So it doesn't need to be specific. If you want to save towards a holiday, just put that. Okay. Doesn't, we're not honing in at this point on the smaller things. If if you've got ideas, great, but don't worry if you don't, if it's just broadly, you know, that you want to sort out a budget for yourself and sort out your bank accounts, just put that. Don't start worrying about Googling bank accounts or anything. Just say, I'm going to sort out my systems. So I've got an organization system. Once you've had a think about that, jot down the one to three things, whatever you think is relevant for you. Um, And hopefully with this part of it, we're honing in on things that can be actionable. So in our reflection today, you have thought about potentially some things that might not be actionable and you're like, that's just going to be how it is a constant thing in my life. That's going to maybe hold you back a bit. Um, And we've, we've thought about that because we want to acknowledge it and accept it as part of our journey. Um, But at this point, let's think of what could be actionable. So if you're thinking, look, I'm, I'm not going to have any spare money this year. That could be the reality for some people. What could actually be actionable though, is some lifestyle habits that we could put in place to draw back on our savings. So it might not be that we're making heaps of surplus money to just start putting some aside, but where could we actually change some of our habits if it's biking to work more if it's prepping our lunch so have a think about some things that are actionable for you if you have if you're supporting someone in your life and that's going to continue to be a thing that's not going to change so don't put that down in something we want to put a goal around because unless you think there is a goal around it but that's probably not going to be something that we can change okay Now, don't worry if you don't have the right action right now, just have these categories noted down. And like I said, next week, we'll go into the goal process setting a little bit more. And I'll give you some ideas to help with how you can tackle those goals. Um, And in addition to this, for the rest of the year, I'm going to be putting out an episode each week, and they're going to cover all different topics. So this is going to be from financial basics, to investing in the stock market, to talking about my own property buying journey, to talking about how we can negotiate our bills and how we can build different habits to help us advance financially. 
and also talking about the psychology of how we approach money. So I'm going to share lots of tips and tricks to help you. So whatever your goal, whatever your categories you're thinking you want to work on in today's lesson, I'm sure that we'll be talking about it in the future for the rest of the year. That's it for the podcast today. I wish you all the best of luck with your reflections and know you will have gained something valuable from what we talked about today. I can't wait to talk you through how you're going to set specific goals and achieve them in the next 12 months in next week's episode. So please ensure that you subscribe so you don't miss this really, really valuable episode. I would also love if you share this episode with a friend or on your stories so we can bring other people into this really important conversation about money and building wealth. I'll talk to you next week. This is just a quick note to say that nothing on this podcast is financial advice and nothing said on this podcast should be used as the basis for any financial decisions relating to any financial products. I'm not a financial advisor and the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the education you need to continue doing your own research. Thank you.